This week for you guys, it is your host Gary. I'm here with Big Willie. Hey. Hey. And luckily for us, back from Canada, the Ben. Hi. I'm back. <laughs> Dude, I thought you were going to hit us with the, uh, what's, what's a Canadian accent? like? How's she going, eh? There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one week and you, and you completely changed. Nah, he just reverted back to living in Michigan, man. That's, That's true. Is. That's true. You might as well be Canadian when you live there. I started talking through my nose a little more. Oh, mm. God. Get all nasally. nasally. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. Mm-mm. It just comes naturally up there. Actually, my normal like volume was, was too loud up there. Everyone is so quiet. You go into a bar, a sports bar, and it's just silent as the grave. Like, period. It, it was really... That sounds uh, like a place that I don't belong. Yeah. It was a different experience out there. I'm not very good at that. Everyone's real polite, right? You know, <laughs> I would say polite is one way to put it because they don't, I mean, no one, no one's going to like say, hey, excuse me, I need you to move out of my way or anything. But there's, there's, some, there's some staring going on. There's some, and again, maybe it was the volume that, that brought the stares, but yeah, it was. yeah. I, you know, I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure what I, what I saw out there. Some people. Were you wearing shoes? Uh, <laughs> for the most part, actually, yeah. Uh, if you saw the amount of needles that uh, were on that ground, you would, uh, you, I, I just go ahead and pick up that barefoot thing and <laughs> protect my feet. Yeah, smart. <laughs> like, <laughs> I stand for something, but yeah, it's just, there, there's a, there's, there's, there's a line a, though. Like, I can't dodge all those needles. Dude, I got hit in the, I actually got hit in the shoe with a needle cap because somebody in front of me just threw it behind him, hit me in the shoe, and I'm like, that's a needle cap. And then he just, Leans over into a wall and starts shooting up. <laughs> as mm. as, as my, my wife and I are walking by to our class. It's a different uh, world, man. Another day. Another day of that. I know. It's a different well, world. Well, kids, the number one fit for life rule to staying healthy and living long is don't do drugs that <laughs> involve needles. Yep. And when you go to Vancouver, stay off of Hastings <laughs> and out of Chinatown. You'll be just fine. There we go. All right. Well, I think that, you know health lesson will lead us into a couple questions that we're going to have lined up today for everybody 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 are y'all stuffy y'all sound a little stuffy i'm stuffy man like i i felt like my head was going to explode this morning mm. something's so, going around i blame my girlfriend for for giving me whatever whatever that was for kissing ben so, yeah me yeah, too so <laughs> thanks a lot for giving both of us the plague uh man you're gonna get dirty looks when she listens to this <laughs> yeah that one just brought out a world hurt yeah okay. i know I sometimes i forget that people are gonna listen yeah exactly and it's like just our personal you can't just you just can't talk like bros and just give each other a hard time because you know mm-hmm. the good thing is i don't think my wife listens so <laughs> no, like, she, it, you put the link up and then whitney like automatically listens <laughs> which like i'm it pumps me up that she wants to listen to me talk but yeah, she's on it, man. Mm-mm-mm-mm. She well, let me know uh, last week that I was clicking my pen too much. Mm. Just helpful. so everyone everyone knows, I don't think Whitney kissed Ben and made him sick. That was just an easy joke. That was just me just taking in the opening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet it was. All right. <laughs> you do that well. 
<laughs> All right. Well, then Elise made uh, Will sick. How's, how's that? Are we, <laughs> are we good? Right. All right. <laughs> Let's cross. That's good. All right. Oh, so. Mm-mm-mm. All right, first question. First question is, <laughs> I like this one. I think let's have all of us chime in on it. Um, it is going to be, so this is a question from our little challenge group. We get the weekly questions from our members. It is, we don't have a name. These are actually, I don't see the names, just the questions. So it is going to be, how can I handle the temptations of being out with friends who are eating and drinking? What strategies can I use to make better choices? All right. So I think this a, l- a lot kind of depends, too, on where you're at, like, gym, you know, age-wise. Um, so I know for me, when I was in my early, mid-20s, like, you're going to be doing a lot more eating and drinking amongst friends with lots of alcohol and lots of pizza and stuff. So a strategy I would use then was um, either or, right? So if, if I knew that I'd rather just indulge in whatever – food you would be indulging in, I would just not drink and volunteer to drive, uh, or just I would get one drink and just hold it the whole time, and most people, if everyone around you is kind of getting drunk, they don't really notice. Um, I've personally been fooled by that one. That's the Gary Deagle method, by the way. That is uh, If anyone has heard me talk about it, like, (laughs) it's a legit thing, and he can nurse a drink for like six hours. Just one. Dude, I used to do it at bars and everything. I'd buy one beer and just hold it the entire time and fake, Dude, fake sips. Every time you look at him, he's drinking. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, are you even drinking or is that an illusion? Like, well, are you just fake drinking? Just kiss that cup. Are you that good? Well, I got Ben, you got in trouble out here. Remember when you visited? And uh, That's what know. I'm referring to, sir. I mean, yeah. that was cataclysmic. Uh, like, like, he thought you he was en- keeping up. <laughs> you ended up on the floor and I was like, the next day... Ben, like, why'd you drink so much? And you're like, well, you kept drinking. I was like, dude, I was, I was holding the same drink the entire night. <laughs> the vodka club. Vodka. So, like, that, that could be a good challenge for anybody. The Gary Deagle <laughs> drink <laughs> challenge. If you go out with your friends, you try to hold on to the same drink the entire time and make it last. <laughs> there it is. And you, I mean, you're so fun. I mean, if you're one oh, of those yeah. people, like, you have to, like, be drunk to have fun, then I think that's a whole different, like... Yeah, uh, a game right there so yeah. you need to <laughs> figure is, out why that is that, that probably means that. you don't like the people you're with or you you don't like yeah they're dragging uh, you out like yeah so um so that's one and then like now in a more like normal environment um i think it just comes down to then like who yeah who are you hanging out with like ultimately if they're your friends like uh they're going to uh, like get it you know like they may give you a hard time just like you hear we give each other a hard time you know give you a little ribbon but you just kind of laugh, laugh it off chuckle it off and then like do you you know ultimately um if they're real friends it's, it's like just do what you want like you're still out hanging out like the whole point's to have fun with your friends right so not to like you're not going out to to eat pizza and get drunk you know or, or are you going out to hang out with your friends so i think figuring out which one of those and then just making a decision a choice based on that like mm-hmm. that that's for me like an easy easy choice so yeah. um and then for example uh, the last thing before i let you guys chime in is you know okay like how often do you do this what's the situation right so for me it's not an every weekend thing if it was an every weekend thing i definitely would would only have one or two drinks um and then, for example, like when, I, you know, maybe a holiday or when I'm traveling or on vacation, yeah, I might really let loose for a weekend, but that, that's only a couple times a year, you know, so, but if you're really letting loose and going hard, like every weekend, um, 
you ultimately like that's just not gonna not gonna work so mm -hmm. you know that's that's kind of some of the strategies I use uh, and, and thoughts on it what about you guys so all mine's simple I mean um, the, the take I, I have is this like if I you know during the week if I do everything that you know I know I need to do I'm eating all my you know protein with every meal um, get my veggies in just like being consistent really is what it is that that you know 85% whatever you want to call it um, then like going out with friends like we like, we don't go out every weekend or anything so it might be like you know once a month or something like that like, you're going out with your friends like enjoy some good food have a drink or two like and just have a good experience you know and I, I, you touched on a good point like if you're doing that every weekend like it's probably a, you know not a good thing to to you know just eat and drink whatever you want but if it's like an every once in a while thing I think it's okay you know like we living life is all right we're, we're, we're humans we're not gonna be perfect um, and like life's meant to be enjoyed you know so instead of like trying to be perfect a hundred percent of the time like if you let loose once a month like you'll probably be a happier person and you'll probably be like you'll probably get better results because of it you know like if you try to withhold too much you're like oh I don't drink at all I don't eat any crappy food at all like that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself you know and it usually ends up with like bursting at the seams and eating like everything and binging for like three weeks you know <laughs> so just that, that outlet and, and just having fun with your friends and family and being able to celebrate things I think is, is a good way to do it yeah and, and uh, actually um, from my perspective we, I actually talked to somebody this morning about, about this exact thing and I remember uh, having somebody at Coastal who uh, basically was forced because of their job they, they, they go to events that were catered all the time almost every night so I actually understand that yeah sometimes this isn't avoidable sometimes you would like to be social so it's kind of not avoidable and these people go out all the time um, but the best defense for that is uh, the problem with going out means that you're not gonna have your meal at home uh, you can solve that problem by still prepping your meal and having it at home um, actually before I go out to eat usually I have my meal and, I, and I, yeah, I, I have a full meal and I go out there and all of a sudden the notch, the pre nachos or whatever, they don't necessarily look that good. Well, I take that back. They look good, <laughs> but you're not super, super hungry for them. It's not like you haven't eaten anything all day. And then suddenly you can kind of, you know, make the willpower decision of, eh, I guess I don't want those. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's actually attainable versus if I'm starving and there's nachos, there, I'm eating the nachos. Yep. Um, and then yeah, if I'm going out as well, I, I'm usually not going out for the food. I'll be honest. I like my food. I like my I like what we cook, and uh, so I probably just fill up on that. If I'm going out, I'll drink. So the Gary Deagle, if you if you have to choose, I would just say cook, like prepare, be prepared, cook, eat before, and then uh, yeah, go out and drink, have have a good time. Mm -hmm. You know, I tried that too. Like after you had like said something to me about it, I did it. Like we were going. I don't know, out to eat with somebody or it was like a family function or whatever where I wasn't even sure what the food was going to be. And so I had like beef and rice and then it was way easier going to something like that and like, I'll just have like a little bit of whatever and then like I'm good. You know, I was like satisfied rather than like Ben was saying you eat all the nachos because you're freaking starving. <laughs> you know, you've already curbed that and kind of satisfied the brain and then it's just like, oh, I'll have a little of this, a little of that and then I'm good. So I think it's a cool strategy. Yep, yep. I and nowadays Ben touched on this. Yeah, like I don't. I I understand this is hard for people to to conceptualize, but you will enjoy eating healthy foods, right? Like you know, 
it grows on you because when you get better energy, like your mood's better, like mm-hmm. that ends up outweighing that sh- really short-term satisfaction. For example, like, yeah, like I love nachos. I would love to eat nachos, but it's, it's a short-term thing. Like you eat it, you're like, this is delicious. I love it. I love it. You crush it. And then you're like, I'm stuffed, you know, like you're, you're not even guilty for, for like eating them. You just physically feel bad and then mm-hmm. uh, yeah so like you do that enough like over the the weekends and years like I have like you eventually just enjoy your meals and how you feel after eating them mm-hmm. and then yeah like kind of like Ben said then social events become yeah about the social event and the people you're with and less about like oh this is my chance to eat an entire mm-hmm. uh, serving of nachos so you know but that takes time like that you know yep. like that that takes time so uh, I think in general kind of to wrap it up, the, the good strategies are, I think the main thing is just like, remind yourself why you're going out, like why you're having fun. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of the eating and drinking, uh, it's because you're hanging out with friends. And then ultimately, like if they're your friends, like they'll understand if you don't want to eat a pizza, or you just say, no thanks, I already ate. And then you move along, and then you have a couple drinks. Or maybe you're like, hey, um, I'm just having a drink or two. And, and then you just you know move along and have fun. So that's, yep. you know. That's what it boils down to. Perfect. All right. So the next question is going to be, like, this is a passionate subject. Like, people get it really uh, defensive and offensive one way or the other. It's in regards to running. So the question is, what exercises can I do to build strength to start running again with minimal in, in, uh, injury? Sorry. With minimal injury. Now... I think like the question we understand where it's what it wants to get, but I think it's a little uh, like most people are a little confused on the subject, right? So running for one, I think is awesome if you're able to do it. You can do it pain free. So a lot of people get injured running, right? And then they think, oh, I'm just not a runner. So, but really the biggest factor is you know when you're running, you're taking thousands and thousands of steps, and all your weight's bearing down on it, and if you carry excess body fat, like you're just gonna be at a higher risk of injury when it comes to running. You know, like think about it. Like if you did a 30 minute run versus a 30 minute bike ride, a bike ride there's no impact. You're just cycling, circling along, right? Whereas running, like every single step is tons of of force and impact. So, say you're 30 pounds overweight. You know, if if I if you drop 10 pounds, like your, your injury risk is going to go down. You know, if you're really lean, like that's going to be optimal. Um, so really worrying about specific exercises, like, you know, we're, we're, our bodies are kind of born to run. Like we're, we're made to do it. It's really more we get in our own way via, um, you know, maybe being overweight or improper movement from sitting all the time. Like those are the things you want to in- address if you are very serious and, and want to be a runner and you want to run. And then real quick, I'll let you, maybe you, uh, especially Ben will want to chime in on this. The other thing with it is why are you running? So are you running because you think you need to, because you feel like, like it'll help you lose weight? Or is it because you enjoy it? Is it for the sport of it? Like figuring that out uh, is important as well. So so what do, what do you guys feel? Uh, well, um, definitely, Running, running for the for the person who is like movement ready for it. Their hips, their knees, their ankles are all able to like appropriately absorb that impact that you were talking about. 
Um, I mean, that can be a great goal and a great like progression thing to progress on, thing that you can accomplish things, you know, see, you know, how fast you can run, you know, the, the, the five K's or whatever. Um, but uh, if you, yeah, asking yourself why you're running, I think is a really, really good question because if you're running to, to get thin or you're running to get fit, um, you, you got to switch that mindset because it is definitely a, a um, something to achieve, to be able to run. Um, making sure that you are moving correctly probably required a little bit of strength training, probably required some assessment, probably required some, some help. And then to get you know, in, a, in a physical condition to be able to run, yeah, that's, a, that's an accomplishment. Um, so definitely if you're somebody who hasn't done a lot for a, a long time, um, getting off the couch and then starting to run, there's definitely you know other avenues you're going to want to hit first to make mm-hmm. sure that you're ready to run and that that's the the right thing for you at that at that time. Just like Gary said, though, it's I mean you are born to do it, yep. but um you know we 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 go through life. We have trauma. Yep. We have big injuries. We have small injuries. We have um, you know jobs that keep us in positions that that don't lend itself to to our regular. Um, you know, running, running mechanics. So, um, it can, we can definitely get pretty far away from center. So what I would, what I'd recommend in that, in that way is that you make sure that you are, um, in a good position to start, uh, mm-hmm. before you judge whether or not it's right, you know, it's right for you, I suppose. Yep. Now I'll touch on this. I'll hit another avenue of it. Um, like purely on like, okay, well, if you are an optimal body composition, how do you get ready? Um, like first, like if you're thinking about going for like a three mile run, why don't you go walk three miles and see how you feel afterwards? Like if you're, if you walk three miles, you're like, damn, like my ankles and my knees hurt. Like imagine how you're going to feel running three miles, you know, like amplify that pain and that effect and the impact, um, of that walk. And then, uh, you know, do that first, like get good at walking. A lot of people don't just don't walk enough. And so you're going from like sitting on your couch, like to like the running movement, like there's gotta be an in-between, right? Mm-hmm. And then if, you know, you you wanna be you wanna be prepped for for running properly and, and things like that, I think um, talking about w- what we can do in the gym, a lot of single leg work, you know, lends itself to to helping people with that. So like lunges, step ups, split squats, um, you know, one leg RDLs, things like that will help because basically those force the hip to work properly. You know, you have to have ba- balanced hips and it helps even things out. So I think that really lends itself if you want to think like purely in the weight room, how do I prepare myself? Um, those are great because then you're, you're working on that same uh, kind of the same pathway of having that one leg in front, one leg behind, even though it's a little different than your running gait. Um, yeah, I think that would be a good thing to work on for most people and something that might get neglected by a lot of people. You know, we do a lot of like regular squats and deadlifts, but the single leg stuff like isn't quite as sexy and fun as like a heavy barbell back squat. So maybe prioritizing that stuff and getting really good at it to see how it does affect your running. Yep, agreed. And, and two other good prereqs uh, that I believe, Will, you actually did a video on this for, for running and, and setting yourself up well is being able to jump rope and, and like baby crawl because mm-hmm. both of those, the crawling is the coordination factor like mm-hmm. that you should be able to have when you run uh, the way, you know, you're when one leg lifts, opposite arm, and then jumping rope gives you that the foot strike. The, the way you, your foot strikes the ground when you're skipping rope well is actually the way, for most people, how it should hit the ground uh, when, you, when you're running. So mm-hmm. that in, you know, kind of helps prepare your calves and, and all that. So you know, making sure you have the coordination to properly like, do a crawl or like a, a, a bird dog type deal 
and then also being able to skip rope is is good little uh things to to learn or make sure you can do as well yeah so i'm gonna sum all that up really just so if someone's listening and they just listen to all that they can kind of put the pieces together one like make sure you're you're working towards an optimal body composition um two ask yourself why you're running you know like if you just really enjoy it or it's something you you just want to be able to do awesome you know it's not like you have to feel like you have to do it to lose weight and then three you know prioritize single leg work in the gym over you know using both legs on on your leg exercises boom Mm. boom are you good with that ben that's good advice you don't have nothing else to add no i mean that no that's that's beautiful and are you save a lot of heartache <laughs> listening yeah. to that advice the people who are who are really like on the edge about that take that stuff seriously and you're gonna <laughs> you you guys aren't y'all aren't running or, or runners really are you never have been uh, i do uh I, I just just for my dog i would not personally i don't necessarily enjoy it but my dog needs something so we yeah. run I do go. I do go ahead and, and do the barefoot thing out there running. I running in shoes on cement. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if you could ever get me there. Yeah, I, I like. I'll I'll go sprint. You know, like I, I love to sprint. Like the the motion of running, I think is really important to be able to do as like a, a human being. Um, do I want to do it like long distance? Like, no, nah, I don't really have an interest in that. But being able to do, you know, like a hundred meter, two hundred meter sprint, I think you know I, I prioritize that and being able to do that and being fast and being very efficient at it. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I'm just, eh, I'm all right. Yeah. I can't get into it either. You know, back earlier in, I guess the winter, early part of the year, uh, I went through a program just to kind of do it. And <laughs> the, the winter, the, the, like the, fri- winter the, the frigid 60. Sunshine was out there a little less time. I don't know. Um, the one season that is. Um, so, and you know, like I did it and it, it's just like, I just, I just kind of get into it, you know, like I just get bored and. Um, I, but I do like, kind of like Will said, like, I like going to run in sprints every now and then and skipping rope, kind of keeping, uh, maybe some like little intervals on the track, on the track or turf. Um, so my body is physically like in shape to run. Uh, for example, last or two Saturdays ago, I actually went and just ran three miles just because I was like, well, I'll just go do it. And, you know, it was fine, but, um, you know, th- there's nothing I can't get from it that I, I can't get from other stuff. You know, like I can just ride the bike. I can go for a hike and, and get some cardio. Okay. And then, um, you know, my training, training I enjoy. So it's just not, doesn't really, again, like I think that's where most people mess up is they like think they have to do it when, when really like, you don't if you hate it, like don't force yourself to do it. Mm-hmm. Kind of, uh, you've been saying that for years, Gary, about, about people who want to run and how, okay, I'm training for this long distance run. Uh, I need to run a bunch to train for it. And what running does, you know, with the impact can make it actually really, really um, harmful to just run, even to train to run. Um, like you just go out and run three miles. I, I, you know, I've been doing some cardio and I had to run back to my hotel from the class and it ended up being about a mile and a half. And I mean, yeah, I didn't have to train for it yep. per se, you know, maybe, maybe a little... Little shin splint on the uh, ankle joint uh, at worst, you know. But but just staying in good shape, you know, making sure that you're you're pushing yourself to your limit, but not necessarily having to do that in a in a impact on cement way. Um, mm-hmm. And you still are capable 
of doing that when you want to or need to in my case yep and a big part of that which we've always stressed is like you know being an ideal body composition like i'm lean right so i can go and run if not doing it for four years run a 5k and get a decent time whereas there's people who run all the time every day and get a slower time and it's really just because they have to maybe some more weight to carry around so um most people if they want faster times again like get lean first and then work on running and, and volume and all that. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so it's just, again, one of those subjects, like we're not, you know, some people will bash it and say like, you never need to do it. If you enjoy it, do it, you know, but, yep. um, just like really think long term and, and, uh, set yourself up for success. So, yeah, it's a, I mean that, that long distance stuff is, I mean, unbelievable. I, I can yeah. The ultra who are and everything. For, yeah. Who yeah. Are going for the, some of those big long runs. I know mm-hmm. they're listening to like, I mean, what you do is incredible. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's like any sport, you know, like it's a it's a feat, you know, it's it's impressive. So, um, yeah, we actually one weekend a buddy was in town and they were had a marathon going on and the finish line was kind of near where I'm at. So we went and hung out there and I mean, dude, it was amazing. Like these the the lead pack came in, like these four guys and dude, they're running a marathon at like a sprint pace, like like mm-hmm. six minutes a mile. And dude, it's it was just so mind-blowingly impressive um insane to see y'all got motors like it's Mm -hmm. awesome it's crazy (laughs) awesome um cool so then let's uh let's do a nutrition question here kind of wrap it up this is one like we get every trainer probably gets in some way or form it is basically it's asking like what's the deal with carrots (laughs) like are they okay to eat Hmm. like are they a vegetable um so Again, like carrots come from the ground. They're a vegetable. What happens is there'll be some, you know, clickbait article about how don't eat carrots because they're more sugary than other vegetables, which maybe is true a little bit. But again, like it's a carrot, like it's full of vitamin A. It has fiber. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. it's yeah, it has it's more starchy or carby than uh, broccoli, but it's a carrot. It's not a Mm -hmm. Twinkie. It's not soda you know so what will happen is people get in their head like someone said don't eat carrots and then they'll literally not eat carrots but then they won't hesitate about grabbing a handful of of uh you know fun size snickers or something you know so like kind of step away from the food uh bashing of individual foods and like just like be sensible you know like you're not going to overeat carrots like there's, it's impossible. You can yep. eat a whole little bag of baby carrots. It's going to take you an hour. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to yeah. be very enjoyable either. Uh, exactly. Not like people around you either. Yeah. I don't want to hear you crunching that. Yeah. That's another good rule. Like, Freaking do you, rabbit. do you get excited about eating carrots? No. Then they're nope. probably healthy for you. You know, <laughs> like that's a pretty good rule of thumb with any food. So, um, yeah, don't let anyone think that carrots are, 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 are going to be bad for you or some, yeah, on some no, no list. Dude, that like, that just boils like. We can use it for any vegetable though, you know, like carrots might be like for a serving, it might be like, I don't know, we're going to ballpark this, six grams of carbs. I don't even know if that's right. And then broccoli might be three. Yeah, like it's double the amount of carbs, but it's literally the difference between three and six, you know, like it's an, it's not even, it's like negligible, you know, unless you're, you're dieting down for a freaking bodybuilding competition, like that doesn't matter. You know, you're getting fiber, you're getting vitamins and minerals. Like, just focus on that and be okay with it. Eat your freaking carrots. 
Like really eat any vegetable. Eat all the vegetables you can. I guarantee you're gonna feel good. Yeah, it says uh, it says uh, carrots here are six grams of carbs, and open up your freezer. Looking at your Briar's ice cream is ten. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm. Wait, wait a second. <laughs> your Briar's is only ten. Or, or no, just make... looking at it. Just oh. looking at it. Oh, just yeah. Like eating like, a what? carrot is what? is better, like carb wise, for you than staring at your ice cream. In yeah, your exactly, exactly. <laughs> I was like, hold on, what, what ice cream are you no. eating? Just yeah, <laughs> hmm. real cheap humor. Yeah, I thought you got offended by the briars. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> I thought you. Oh, not to, yeah. I thought you were about to like step up on your your soapbox, oh, like like educate him on Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <laughs> The uh, uh, see now I'm now you got ice cream thoughts of ice cream frolicking mm. through my head. Go ahead, no, man, let I, it out. Ice cream mm. is like the only <laughs> sweet treat I could go the rest of my life and just not eat. And not. I eat? really don't have any days where I'm like, you gotta have damn, ice cream. like I could really use like a pint of ice cream. Like it never crosses my mind. It's I the cold. It's the cold. It's the texture thing for me. I enjoy mm. like the texture, cold and creamy. Of the cold and creamy. Mm. Cold and creamy. I <laughs> see. Like I would rather have like a donut. Like one donut than a whole pint of ice cream. Yeah, I mean, I would. I, I'd rather. You know what? I would rather have. And I'm being dead serious. I'm not trying to be funny. I would rather have like donut infused ice cream. <laughs> you know. You know how like they yeah, have crazy probably. ice cream flavors. Like I would rather have like Krispy Kreme donut ice cream. <laughs> Oof, that sounds dangerous. Sounds <laughs> good. You know, like that's in like you know like took it to a different level. Man. Like I love pancakes and waffles, but I've had. Like pancake and waffle ice cream, and that was and that's all you can think about now. <laughs> and that is like, I mean, that's preferred. You can that have is, like a pint, awesome. a pint of that and some bacon, and you're good to go. Yeah, like no, no, that's brunch, baby. No, but then I'll okay. Another step, like then I would rather have like the bacon bits and the ice cream. So like bacon bits. I feel like you've had that before. I feel like what we're, what we're boiling this down to is you like to eat everything out of a bowl mixed together. You haven't <laughs> in ice cream it, form. You've tried it in a bowl of ice cream. Be, mm, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take it to another level. Are you going to put eggs in there? No, no, the no, no, Pro, no, no. So no, not no. protein and ice cream? No? Uh, I've made, like, and eaten, what? like, protein ice cream. Yeah, yeah, I would do I mean, yeah. No, I mean, like, like just adding different proteins, like, here. You know, I don't know, maybe your chicken or your... Ew, oh, man. Meat yeah. protein. No, uh, no, Ew, no. Putting okay. meat in ice cream? <laughs> no, I'm cross the line. Well, uh, you put bacon in ice cream. No, but bacon's, bacon's different, different than regular yeah. meat. Is it all ham? No, that's bad. No, that's bad. no it's bacon's ba- like its own thing. Well, bacon's so cured crispy. in sugar, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Mm. But if you just put like ham, you could like get a glaze. What is it? Honey, honey glaze ham, and then ice cream. It still would have a weird flavor. Nah, that's yeah, see right <laughs> like, there. I love I love ground beef, but I don't want that in my ice cream. Yeah, ever. yeah. There's it's a just, line. No, there's no, a line. no. Yeah. yeah, that's there's a line. Bacon but is I, I wanted to find it. I appreciate you for pushing. Pushing into that. <laughs> no, and that's a good question because, you know, I'll go to an ice cream place that does have these, like, wacky, crazy, savory flavors, and, yeah, those are unappealing. So there is a limit. You know what surprised me that I actually liked? The first time I had pistachio ice cream, yeah. I thought it was going to be gross. Like, it's like a weird, like, pea soup type color, and I was like, this is going to suck, but it was actually really good. And then, like, occasionally I'll see, like, a savory flavor that looks like it could be good like mm-hmm. that, and it kind of, like, piques my interest, but... I don't know. I've seen some, especially like when I was out in Cali with you at the ice cream shop we went to. Yeah. And it's like avocado ice cream and, and something oh. else like, you know, <laughs> steak dinner or something. I don't know. But it was just something completely unappealing that didn't belong in ice cream. Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
I'll stick with root beer floats. Ooh, the old root beer floats. Dude, we got we got we got those when we went to Brown Chicken Brown Cow. Mm. How were they? Mm. Those dude, those are good. But did you eat it on the curb like we did? Like three and nah, after that after was a bike the best. No. That was maybe the best thing. Was we just were sitting down with that float. It was like being twelve years old. I was gonna say, man, yep. just park the bikes, get that's your a, float on the on that's the, a flashback on right the curb. There. Like we oh, feel man. bad. Like we feel like badass because we're getting like because beer is in it root beer yep. float <laughs> root beer yeah that's another hey that goes back to strategy number one you know maybe you can just order order root beer with your friends mm-hmm. well no yeah. that's probably worse <laughs> that's actually more calories than I beer, know, I know. all it? the sugar yeah yeah once i start with root beer i can't stop oh. man <laughs> scratch that scratch that. like i'm good on one root beer that's another thing i can't have a lot of I don't know why. It's tough. Remember those little root beer candies that like your grandma would have? Oh, the NWs? I, I like those. <laughs> those were gross. Candies? What do you mean the gummies? They were actually really gross. But I definitely. What are we talking here? Is a hard candy? No, the hard ones. Like little barrels. Yeah, little barrel. Yeah, little hard barrel. I remember. Do they no? still sell? I remember those? The, the little strawberries? Yeah, those are my same jam. category. Yeah, okay, same okay. category. Had a little bit of. Yeah. I don't know, soft stuff in the middle. Something in the like those what, are good though. What could that have been though? Oh, just you never had. I mean, have we had anything like that? Strawberry since? goodness. At what point do you st- like? At what point in like parent grandparentness do you start like purchasing those and having bowls of them in your house? I think it's when you have grandkids. You know, like mm-hmm. I feel like that's the. But what if you're a young grandma? What if you're like a forty-year-old grandma? Is that? Got to do it. You still got to do it. Yeah. Hmm. You gotta have treats for the kids. Okay. Well, I think I think we should just close it on that. I mean, that right yeah. there. It, people can think about that. If you have a, an opinion, we'd love to hear yeah. what your opinion yeah, is on the hard candies. Um, and yeah, we'll wrap it up. Brought uh, fit for life, as always. Brought to you by Coastal Strength and Fitness, and as as well, Ben's movement. Ben and Elise's movement practice. You want to plug that real quick? Yeah, momentum movement therapy. Um, uh, we can uh, we can assess for running. Mm-hmm. Just uh, just bring yeah. that up from before, but. Um, yeah, yeah, we do stuff like that. There we go. And then we'll, uh, yeah, we'll close it out. Hopefully we'll have a couple more guests coming up for you in the weeks. We had a great time with Kim and a lot, we, had, we had a lot of great feedback from people oh, yeah. who, who got a lot out of that. So that was fun. You want, yeah. uh, you want the song of the week? Oh yeah. Let's, so Ben, I went and listened to, uh, what was your boy? What's your boy's name? Did Post Malone. Post, Post Malone. Malone. It was Congratulations, right? Yeah. Did you enjoy yeah. it? Yeah. I've, I mean, I've heard that song now 40 million times, but I just never actually listened to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know how you hear a song, but you don't actually listen. Oh yeah. 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 Or, yeah uh, or you don't know who sings it. Yeah. That happens to me all the time. Like, oh God, they sung that yeah. song. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was good. I like, I mean, you know, I'm a sucker for, for like kind of pop music and, and generic it, stuff. It, it so. is very yeah. like oh, mainstream almost, but that one, that one made, you know, makes you feel good. Definitely. So this you, one, this one, uh, this one's for the sheeple. Um, it's uh, When in Rome by Nickel Creek. Ooh. It's definitely polar opposite. Whoa. But uh, When in Rome, Nickel Creek. Nickel, Nickel Creek. Now, Creek, huh? get you thinking. I like it. Okay. Right, right. Now, I feel like once you start getting the little hard candies, like that's when you start listening to Nickel Creek. It definitely takes you there. Definitely takes you there. I'm gonna go get some little butterscotches and throw on the Nickel Creek and let's. Yep, go. throw on winning Rome, man. And just yeah, see where it takes you. That's what. Ride the wave. All right. Well, I'll, we'll uh, we'll catch all you guys here next week. All right. All right. All right. See all you right. later, brothers. <laughs>